Welcome to the CCF Podcast. We're a campus ministry at Truman State University. This podcast features sermons from our weekly worship services. Thanks for listening. Good morning, CCF. This is Keevan. I am on staff here at CCF, in case you don't know me. I only speak a couple times a semester, so uh, you might not know me in this COVID pandemic time we're living in. Uh, my wife Stephanie and I are in charge of the international outreach um, to the international students on our campus, and we have been here for, I believe, 19 years. So we've been here a while, been around the block a few times. And uh, we are continuing our series on dispatches from the Exodus this morning. And as we've been looking at the nation of Israel, how they were rescued by God um, from hundreds of years of slavery in Egypt. And here we have been talking about jumping around in Exodus, looking at how God has led them out of the wilderness, how they have struggled to learn what it looks like to follow God and trust him. And as I think about the story of the nation of Israel and how they left Egypt after so many years and they learned, they're struggling to learn how to follow God and trust him and make good choices, uh, I think it really kind of mirrors the life of a college student. Uh, I may be 50 years old, but I can remember what my life was like in college way back in the 1900s. And uh, while the hairstyles and the clothes may change over time, and sadly, some of those come back, uh, the life of a college student looks pretty much the same. Like the nation of Israel, you are or have left somewhere that you've been your whole life. Uh, Hopefully you were not treated like a slave at home. Uh, But you were living by the rules and the standards of your parents. And now, in the sense that you have left home, you have been set free. You are free. You are as free as Bob Wiley untying his knots. And if you don't understand that reference, please ask me later. Suddenly, uh, you are free to choose. Every choice is yours to make. You're free to get out of bed. Or you're free to stay in bed. You're free to eat candy for breakfast. You're free to do your homework or play video games. You're free to call your mom or dad or not call your mom or dad. I chose to wait almost a whole month before calling home when I left for college. Probably was not a good choice. There are so many things for us to choose. We make choices every day. But probably the most important choice that we will make each day is what our walk with God will look like, what our faith will look like. This morning, I want to look at the life of Moses. I've titled my sermon, Oh, That You Would Choose Life. This is a quote from Moses in the final speech that he gave to the nation of Israel before he climbed a mountain, looked out over the promised land that the people were about to enter, and then he died. So these are Moses' last words. The speech is found in Deuteronomy chapter 30, so we're going to jump out of the book of Exodus. But before we go there, we can also learn about the life of Moses in the New Testament in a book called Hebrews, Hebrews 11. The whole chapter is about the great examples of faith in the Old Testament. And so I want to read uh, from the book of Hebrews first. I want to read the first three verses, and then we're going to jump to verse 24 and 29. And I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. It'll be up on the slides, or you can open your Bibles to to Hebrews 11. It says this, Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. 
It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Then in verse 24, It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to share the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin. He thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking ahead to his great reward. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. It was by faith that Moses commanded the people of Israel to keep the Passover and to sprinkle blood on the doorpost so that the angel of death would not kill their firstborn sons. It was by faith that the people of Israel went right through the Red Sea as though they were on dry ground. But when the Egyptians tried to follow, they were all drowned. Did you catch the important choice that Moses made very early in his life? Verse 24, it says, It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. The word, the phrase translated when he grew up literally means or can mean having become great. Do you remember the story? Pharaoh was afraid of the growing nation of Israel. And so he had told the midwives that when the Hebrew mothers gave birth, if it was a boy, they were to put it to death. But the midwives made a bold choice and did not obey Pharaoh's command. And when Moses was born, his mother placed him in a basket, put him among the reeds of the Nile River, and there he was rescued by Pharaoh's daughter out of the Nile River and raised in Pharaoh's palace. He grew up as the prince of Egypt. He conceivably had everything going his way. And yet the author of Hebrews tells us that by faith he made a choice, a choice that changed the direction of his life. The word translated choose or choosing comes from a Greek term that means to take for oneself a position. In other words, Moses came to a fork in the road and he had to take for himself a position before he could move forward. He had to make a choice. And I wonder how long he wrestled with this choice. I'm sure he spent a lot of time going back and forth on this choice. I'm sure he spent a good deal of time maybe just putting off the decision, putting off the choice. But not making a choice is also, in a sense, making a choice. And so Moses, by faith, chose to take a position for himself, knowing that with this choice it would result in some consequences for his life. Chuck Swindoll, in his book on Moses, said this. He said, part of the reason we do not make right choices is because we have not taken a position for ourselves on the priority principles of life. We have not decided where we stand on matters of character, morality, values, godliness, and commitment to Christ. And so we teeter. We drift. We slide this way and that way. We stall our steps at the neck of the fork, waiting for something to break free. Or we make a choice on the basis of our feelings alone or on the response of others, only to regret it later. Moses made a choice, and he didn't choose 
the path, the easy path. He didn't choose the comfortable path. The author of Hebrews says he chose to share the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin. He thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasures of Egypt. This type of decision is incredibly difficult. The pleasures of sin are seemingly always more enjoyable than a walk of obedience and righteousness, at least at first, right? I mean, isn't this why, isn't this why we struggle so hard with sin in our life? I mean, who doesn't want to own the treasures of Egypt? But there's a little word that the author of Hebrews throws in there that's so important for us to see and understand. The word is fleeting. It also has been translated temporary, or some translations say for a season. The pleasures of sin are fleeting. The treasures of Egypt are temporary. They're for a season, and they will not last They will eventually leave you empty and alone. They ultimately will never satisfy you. What what they will do is leave behind pain, heartache, guilt, and regret. Moses was able to look ahead beyond the tempting, easy choice of life in Egypt. And in verse 26, it says, He was looking ahead to his great reward. You see, his faith in God and his belief that God would reward him for this choice helped him make this choice. He trusted in the goodness of God and a life lived fully for him. We make choices every day. And we need to understand that the choices we make, no matter how big or how small, they matter. C.S. Lewis said, Good and evil both increased at compound interest. That is why the little decisions you and I make are of such infinite importance. The great theologian Albus Dumbledore said, It is our choices, Harry, that show what we truly are, far more than our abilities. Moses himself, in his last speech to the nation of Israel before he died, talked about the importance of the choices that we make. His final words are recorded in Deuteronomy chapters 28 through 30. And I'd encourage you to read through these chapters on your own. We don't have time to read all of these chapters this morning. But let me summarize like 28 and 29. Basically, Moses is saying to the people, he's reminding them of all the things that God has done for them. And he says, if you choose to fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commandments, and then he lists off all the ways that the Lord would bless them. And be with them. And then in 29, he says, But if you choose to refuse to listen to the Lord your God and not obey all his commands, and then he lists off all the ways that they would be cursed. Blessings and curses is what Moses is saying. And in chapter 30, he boils it all down to choosing basically between life or death. I want to read Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 11. Uh, through 20, and it will not be up on the board, but I want you just to imagine yourself as an Israelite, you're crossed from the Jordan River, you've been wandering for 40 years in the desert, you're getting ready to cross the river into this promised land that God has promised you, and Moses is giving a very passionate final speech to you before you go in. 
and, and listen to the words that he says. And remember, this is just partway through the very end of his speech to them. It says, this command I'm giving you today is not too difficult for you to understand. And it is not beyond your reach. It is not kept in heaven so distant that you must ask who will go up to heaven and bring it down so we can hear it and obey. It is not beyond the sea so far away that you must ask who will cross the sea to bring it to us so we can hear it and obey. No, the message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart so that you can obey it. Now listen, today I'm giving you a choice between life and death, between prosperity and disaster, for I command you this day to love the Lord your God and to keep his commands, decrees, and regulations by walking in his ways. If you do this, you will live and multiply And the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are about to enter and occupy. But if your heart turns away and you refuse to listen, and if you are drawn away to serve and worship other gods, then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live a long, good life in the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. Today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessing and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying him, and committing yourself firmly to him. This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Can you hear the the earnesty in Moses' voice when he says, Oh, that you would choose life. And Moses tells them how to make this choice. He says, You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God by obeying him and committing yourself firmly to him. This is the key to your life, he says. When we are children, oftentimes our choices are made for us. But like Moses, when we grow up, we have to make the choices for ourselves. Sometimes we reach a fork in the road where we have to take a position. And the choice we make is going to take us down one path or another. It will shape our life and determine our steps and direction. In these times, it is easy to be paralyzed by fear because often the right choice is not the easy choice or the popular choice. I think the life of Moses shows us that we first have to move forward by faith. If you just read through Hebrews 11 over and over, that expression, by faith, by faith, by faith, it takes faith to walk this journey uh, with God. I think my favorite part of the verses in Hebrews is verse 27, where it says, It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. Other translations say he persevered as though he saw him who is invisible. 
or he persevered because he saw him who is invisible. You see, Moses was able to make the choices he did, not because of who he was, but because of who he was keeping his eyes on. At the end of Deuteronomy, in Deuteronomy 34, Moses has died, and possibly God himself had buried him. And in verse 10, it says this, There has never been another prophet in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. My prayer for us this morning, as we walk this life of faith, making choices every day, is what the author of Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 4, where he says, Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. We are all on this journey of life together. And the choices we make along the way will either lead us closer to God or farther away from him. God does not change. God does not move. And it's God's desire that we choose to love and obey him. But God does not force us to choose him. The choice is ours. Let me pray. Father, I just thank you that you are a God who provides for us. You are a God who prepares the way for us. Uh, you are a God who knows us intimately. You know when we make poor choices, when we make good choices. And, and you're a good father who looks for us when we're far away, hoping we will return and come back. You're a God who is merciful uh, willing to forgive us. And God, I just pray that, that all of us that um, are in these little house churches and those of us listening on this podcast and, and that we would all know and understand uh, that the choices we make are important, uh, that they define us, they shape us, they make us who we are, um, but also that even when we make wrong choices, Lord, that you are still a God of love and mercy, uh, hoping for us to come back. And so I pray that the choices we make, Lord, would, would glorify you, would honor you. Um, I pray that if we are paralyzed by fear, that you would give us the courage and the faith to move forward uh, towards you, Lord. I, I pray that if uh, we are paralyzed by guilt, that you would break that guilt down, uh, that we would understand the love that you have for us. Thank you so much for your word. Thank you so much for uh, the lives of so many people in the Old Testament that walked with you, that is, that is an example for us to follow, um, that we can learn about you and learn about ourselves. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.